Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are, how are we doing on this fine? It's, it's uh, 2017, it's almost over. Um, and I'm actually very glad about that. Wait, hold on, can we restart this one more time? Cause I, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to try to uh, edit this. We're going to try something new. Um, if this doesn't work, hello, listener. <laughs> But I'm going to try to edit this, so don't worry about that. Okay, oh, so you can edit. Okay, sweet. All right, awesome. So, cool. Because I was going to ask about how your day is, you know, like a normal human being and like a normal friend first. Um, uh, what are your uh, New Year's plans? Um, I'm going to drink with coworkers tonight. So, Ooh. that's the plan. I'm going, yeah. on, a, uh, I'm going on a date uh, to see some Ooh. lights. Dang, I, I actually have the, some lights, and uh, then I'm going back to our place to drink champagne and uh, probably have sex. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm definitely not editing this out. You're <laughs> that should that should be you the uh, that should be the uh, that should be the uh, the opener to the show. Like <laughs> your your goal should be the climax at midnight. Just say exactly. I, listen, I I want to start my 2018 off uh, getting laid, so then I I have no expectations for the rest of the year. Like that's like the, the that's the the, uh, the zenith of my life, and then after that everything just goes down here. It goes to yeah, the, no, that's true. The, the it, zenith, that's it. The zenith to the nadir. Uh, don't you like my uh, vocab today? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, that's what's gonna happen. Um, that's actually pretty cool that like you get to like that you have like coworkers that you like. Well, I mean, I have like twice as many coworkers as you do. That is true. That is true. I only have seven. Yeah. Well, well, I only have like two that are my age. So like. So like, I don't, even, I don't have, and I don't, I don't like any of them. So, <laughs> see, none of them are my age. The closest one to my age is like thirty, and he's, we don't, he's antisocial. Yeah. And then the next one is thirty-five, and I hang out with him a lot. Well, he's just turned thirty-six. <laughs> that the black dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. See, black, black sports teams are the best, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I guess they are. <laughs> yeah, because you know too. <laughs> black teams are the I always say black. Well. There is one of my I do like one of my coworkers, but she's like, she's like my mom more than anything because like she like, like when I was like got the flu, she gave me like all this like medicine because she's like, Aww. yeah, she's Ron is Ron is the fucking best. But like I always go I always go to her house and like watch like the the Vikings team with her and her husband, and I'm just like I'm like their adopted black son, so they're they're really cool. Um, <laughs> and then uh, then like I eat all their food and I come back here and then I'm like sweet I don't have to go grocery shopping. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> All right, so let's uh so this is uh this is this is gonna be our Disney podcast, correct? Yes. I'm ready. I'm re- I'm I've got some I'm ready. I'm ready for this. this I did gonna... not quite do my homework, so I'm gonna do this on the fly. Um... All right. Well I am too, but I'm ready to I did some I got some strong I got some strong takes. So Okay you wanna, you wanna start us off with the uh the intro? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wit and Black. This is your host, Whitney Downer. This is Robbie Zaquera, episode three, Trace. Woo! Uh, well, I, I know. Uh, I think uh, Trace, um, trois in French, right? Am I right? Correct. Un de trois, right? Yeah. No, you got that right. Congratulations. Uh, chi in, I think chi in Japanese. Itch ni, no. Itch ni, sa, oh, san. <laughs> Why do you know Japanese? Uh, I've had to, uh, <laughs> it, was a, it was a long Was it a girl? Long, 1980s, long story. You know, I got a kid with her, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I had to, uh, I, had to write, I had to write Japanese on the uh, visitation letters, you know. 
Okay. Um, and we also have Spanish. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. That's about all I know. Oh, that's really all you need to know as a normal person in America. Um, well, well, but uh, one of us here is actually a uh, has a minor in major. Major, so you're, exactly, it's your second major, it's your second major, so I yeah. thought it was a minor. But so one of us has a major in uh, linguistics of the, Sp- Spanish. Of the Spaniel. I have, I have a Spanish degree. <laughs> oh. um, but I wouldn't say it makes me fluent, although I did read "Girl, The Girl on the Train uh, in Spanish and not in English, so. Was, was that a movie? Yes, it was a movie recently. It had, like, Emily Blunt in it and stuff. Oh, okay. I know what movie you're watching. Yeah, okay. I, I watched that movie. People said that the book was really good, and I was like, I don't read books, so. <laughs> well, <laughs> a lot of, you know, a lot of the books you find in Spanish are only the classic literature, which, not trashing on them, but sometimes it's kind of boring, and you want to read something modern. Yeah. And Barnes & Noble doesn't carry modern Spanish books, but they'll carry, like, Spanish translations of a very popular book. And hmm. I didn't want to read Fifty Shades of Grey, oh. so <laughs> was that a girl on the train? <laughs> oh, oh, oh Christon Grey! <laughs> ay, ay, ay! <laughs> wow, Raleigh, stop this. I'm going to feel it. Me, 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 me amor, me amor! Oh my gosh, Robbie, stop. <laughs> my, my grandmother watched way too many soap operas for me to not <laughs> know certain things to say. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, now that Robbie's done being racist. <laughs> oh, okay, that was, yeah, that, yeah, that was, yeah, that was about a 9.6 on the I, I apologize. People, you listen, people know me. They know, they know who I am. They know that, that I'm only a worse person. <laughs> so they know this is probably tame in comparison. So I apologize to our sponsors. Um, we don't have any yet, but I apologize to my mom if she's listening. <laughs> I, I, I apologize to uh, every single human being that has ever been in contact with me. This oh. is not who I am. Uh, I, I listen as a as a son and as a <laughs> as a brother and a son and a father. <laughs> Blanket apology to everyone who's ever had to interact with me. Generic, generic stock, generic stock apologies. I got, got it from the Ben Affleck. Uh, you know, as a, as a, as a husband, as a husband, <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, I, I get to segue it now. So last week or two oh. weeks ago when our last, well, talk- I wanted to just a uh, quick apologize for being, you know, three days late than our normal time. I moved with like a 20 minute, uh, warning planned. It wasn't like I got kicked out or anything. I just switched with somebody else, but we decided to do it on Thursday instead of Saturday since everyone we wanted to help us move was going to be drunk this weekend so now she's 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 lying she actually got she's actually got evicted she's actually oh. doing this podcast outside in the streets of minnesota in the streets of mississippi yeah. uh panhandling for like, better equipment yeah nope i uh all i have is this phone and a podcast and a prayer oh, hey listen also- listen listen the the <laughs> <laughs> the the warm love and concern of everyone that watches our podcast and our sponsors will keep you warm at night. You don't need a blanket or a, a roof over your head, so don't worry about it. All right. Yeah, uh, I'm good. I'm good. So, don't worry, but wait, guys. how are the how are the new digs? Because you only moved literally like you. Only, so is it, is it like the same? Like is it the same? Yeah, size? same building, one floor down. I lived in a two bedroom, and now I live in a one bedroom. 
Um, I switched with a woman who was sharing this one bedroom with her 21 year old daughter. And I said, you know, mm -hmm. I have a two bedroom. We can just switch. I don't use my second bedroom. My second wow. bedroom that only has like cat tower in it. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that, that's kind of like your kids. So <laughs> exactly. He kind of had his own room and he's a little upset now. But anyway, guys, that's why we were a little delayed. And now right. we can uh, get to our promised Disney podcast, which is oh, the yeah. trash Ooh. slash, you know, <laughs> trash tra our favorite it's Disney movies. All right. So we can start this out one or two ways. So we could go down the, the we can decide to limit it to like the popular Disney Renaissance movies and then like the Pixar. That's what, that's what that, I was right? going to kind of go with. I was going to go with the popular Disney Renaissance movies uh, because they're the most but, familiar. But I they're do the most the familiar movies. that people know. Yeah. Like we're, we're not going to be we're not going to be arguing about the fucking Black Cauldron. All right. I've only seen it <laughs> once and I'm... like it wasn't good. <laughs> like, like I thought once no, we're not we're not talking about the black cauldron or no like, i mean the rescuers do deserve like a shout out maybe god we're not gonna really talk about those either I'm yeah the, re the rescuers are good uh aristocats is actually i like aristocats i don't know why i love the aristocats uh yes. i i feel like you know there were a good variety of feline personalities in there <laughs> Yeah, like it, it. I like. I it was. Just, I felt like really charming. It's a really charming movie. It's just like, oh, like that's they're cats and and yeah, you know. It's just like I don't know. Like I like. I like. I I'm a big fan of mindless movies where it's just like, oh, it's it's a crazy scenario. Like like that's why I like All Dogs Go to Heaven, even though it's kind of not mindless because All Dogs Heaven's kind of like. Oh, you're kind of like. Oh, geez, this. Uh, oh crap! What was the bad guy animal? Uh, it's a, oh god. What was he? Oh. What was the bad guy in All Dogs Go to Heaven? Hold on, I got, I got, I got my, I got my, re I got my research out here. I got my research. I, 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 I have Wikipedia open. I, I'm googling it. <laughs> so, I, I, okay, I, he was a dog. He was a dog. Yeah, but he had, yeah, and like he was like, was he like what? Oh God, I forgot, his like, name is his Carface. Name. Carface. That's what. It, okay, that's what. That's what. It fucking oh my was. gosh, Robbie. He was. He, he was. Nope. Sorry. He was played. I'm who played sorry i charlie sheen was in all dogs go to heaven so yep, yeah yeah that was carface no i don't think he was car was i feel like don del was carface but i could be completely wrong i'm looking keep, keep talking <laughs> carface like well, i thought it was i knew it was named after some some movie but i thought it was like goodfellas and i was like was it like was it something like stupid like uh like like wolf fellas <laughs> like, <laughs> I knew it was after some dumb movie and yeah, I knew it was like no. a dog pun or not like a dog but I knew it was like some silly pun but yeah. I thought it was Carface it was holy it was all twisted because up uh, oh, Scarface Carface duh yeah <laughs> but it was all like it was really weird because a little girl got kidnapped by dogs <laughs> yeah no the mo the movie's pretty the movie's fucked up like the movie's a really <laughs> fucked up movie like I like I watched it like I think the last time I watched it was couple of years ago and i was like this movie's really fucked up because i was watching it with uh one of my cousins yes and i was, like, I was watching really... it recently too and i was thinking the same thing <laughs> i was like it's a really cute movie then like you start watching and go oh my fucking god no it's like well, it's like um, one of my favorite Chappelle uh skits where he's like uh you know he's watching um like pepe Le Pew with his like cousin and you know or, or, like his nephew and he's like yeah and i used to watch when he was a kid and then he's basically like 
uh, he's like, yeah, what kind of fucking rapist is Pepe Le Pew? It's like, <laughs> like your brain gets like rotted by all this like memories of like how not innocent the shit that you used to watch is. And basically all dogs, all dogs have goes into that category. Yeah, you, you're totally right. I, uh, okay. So you'll watch movies you loved as a kid, as an adult, and you'll be like, wow, that was dirty. Okay. So have you ever seen El Dorado? Um, wait, was it? That's the one with Miguel and Tulio, and they pretend they pretend to be gods, right? Yeah, love it's that tough movie. to be a god. Elton yes, ah, oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that movie. Okay, yes. Um, but there's that one scene where Chell comes off of Tulio, or was it Miguel? Which one was which? Miguel. Uh, the blonde one was yeah. Miguel, right? Miguel, yeah. Uh, the blonde one was uh, yeah. yeah, whatever. She comes up from the brunette one, and you're just like, her head was nowhere near his mouth. Uh, Teach him young. You're like, oh my god, there was a blowjob in my one of my favorite childhood Disney movies. More like, more like, L. (laughs) Don't even. (laughs) That's the that's the Fifty Shades of Grey Spanish version that I was trying to I was trying to allude to you. It's Um, it's an it's an El Dorado. I'm gonna ruin this. I'm ruining this movie for you completely. Yeah. <laughs> you'll yeah. never see, you'll never look at that movie the same ever again. I, I don't think I can. It's on Netflix though. If anybody wants to watch it, it, it it's actually a really, it's actually that movie. It's uh, one of the best like DreamWorks things I've ever done. It's really that and like it. my favorite movie of like my, one of my favorite animated movies of all time that's not Disney uh, is um, uh, Prince of Egypt. Holy shit! I love that movie so much. Ooh, I love um, Prince of Egypt. Good choice. It's so, it's so good. I remember when I first watched I, I, I actually cried the first time I watched it. I don't know why, but it's just, like, such a beautiful movie. Um, it's just, oh, it's so good. Like, God almighty. <laughs> it's disgusting. Anyway. Robbie, calm down, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, it's just Moses, buddy, all right? <laughs> it's just a burning bush, all right? Um, so, I'm looking here at uh, the movies that Disney, oh, by the way, have you figured out who voices Carface yet? Uh yeah, I said it. I said it, and then I deleted it. It was like some rando, like I don't remember oh. the name. Ah, some some no name, some some no name. Yeah, generic. All right. Uh, so as everyone knows, the Disney Renaissance started off with uh, a movie about a mermaid. All right. Um, you may you may have heard this little ditty. It's uh the Little Mermaid. So first of all, get your opinion first. The Little Mermaid is trash. What's your what? It's trash. You feel. Why? <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, I know why, but why? She's, okay, for first of all, I can't watch it anymore as an adult when she goes, but Daddy, I love him. No. <laughs> You're 16. You know, if Ariel... a Tumblr post that's viral is true. You're a 16-year-old, Ariel. Damn it, listen to your father. Don't sell your soul to a sea witch because you want legs. You know? Not only the fact that she sold her soul, like Ursula is clearly fucking evil. Like yeah, Ursula, no. Ursula looks like Ursula looks like. One I'm of those sorry Italian if you walk wives. into a dark cave that's filled with little <laughs> eel things. Um, <laughs> I back out. I'm done. Like, like nope. Ursula. Ursula looks like. Uh, I don't know if you you'll get this reference, but I'm sure like four people will. Uh, she's like Big Ange, who's she's like this like Italian mob wife, but like she looked like. Not to be mean, but her face plate was made out of pernilled meat. Uh, that's what she looks like. So she's clearly an evil person. Yeah. Like, 
I'll agree with you. Uh, Little Mermaid is trash. Um, like Ariel is maybe the most one of the most annoying characters to ever like have to sit through and like. But watch. part of that part of that world is a beautiful song. Not gonna. I want to distinguish when I'm trashing on the movies, oh, yeah. Lala, and yeah. the music because I love Disney songs. I love Disney music. And, you know, the fact that Sebastian is supposed to be Jamaican. (laughs) Okay, can we talk about that horrendous Jamaican accent? (laughs) (laughs) It is the fucking worst. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, everything is better. I was like, who the fuck is this random guy? I thought he was a white guy. Friend we Jamaican. No, he's just just some some black guy who just can't do a Jamaican accent. (laughs) It's actually pretty bad. Yeah, no, that was... That whole bit when you're like, what? Where did this come from? It's so random Darling, because no one... The human world. Like, it's not... It's it's so random because, like, at least, like, in The Lion King, it, like, it makes sense why everyone has, and we'll get to that later, but it makes sense why people have different accents. No one else speaks with a different accent except for the, the chef who's, you know, a French chef. Uh, and, but and he's French, so... Yeah, he's French. And Sebastian with this random fucking Jamaican accent. Like, the only other people who have, like, a different, like, like I guess, like, Flounder speaks in, like, anxiety, but, like, I don't think anyone else, like, <laughs> speaks in a different, like, the way. Like, well, Ursula like, speaks in, like, speaks in, like, she's, like, kind of, she has, like, that throaty... Scary. Um, yeah. Like, I'd say, like, you're right, the songs, so your favorite song is Part of This World? Well, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a song that you have to give a pass to. It's not the best Disney song, but it's a song that, you know, as a child, I definitely ran screaming through the house, so. <laughs> Probably just annoying everyone. Um, yeah. I'd say, like, Little Mermaid, like, the story is, the story is objectively trash. Like, it is an objectively trash story. Um, I, the songs are good. I think Ursula's a great villain, so, like, that makes it a little more interesting. Like, she's a very evil, entertaining villain where you're just like, oh, man, you're fucking evil. Um... King Triton's kind of a dick. Uh, like... Yeah, no, King Triton's a dick. Also, I feel like if I had all those older, those six older sisters, I would definitely go to them for advice. You know, like, I don't understand yeah, that... why she doesn't bond with her sisters. Yeah, Six they like, them. oh yeah, I have all these sisters, and then they kind of like discard her. Oh, but don't you wait, there's a sequel. I don't know if you've seen the sequel. Yes, where, like, I have. He bans <laughs> King Triton's even more of a dick in the sequel where he's like, no music because your mother died. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, take a chill pill, buddy. Wait, and then, are like, you I talking think, like, about the sequel with Ariel's daughter? No, there's another sequel. Oh. Whoa, <laughs> there's, a, there's a third Little Mermaid. So, quick synopsis. Uh, Triton, this is supposed to be a prequel before she, met, before she meets Eric. Yeah. Um, so, uh, basically, in this fucking movie, uh, King Triton bans music. Like, all six of the sisters sing together, and they like to sing around the, in the ocean, and King Triton is just so fucking fed up with this harmonizing bullshit. He's like, your mother died because of singing, which, that is never explained in the entire movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I, the whole time I thought, like, she just died because of a high note, they never explained it. <laughs> At all. <laughs> like, it's never brought up again. It's just like, oh, I don't like music. He throws them in jail at one point because <laughs> he's a prick. And then, like, towards the end of it, like, Sebastian 
is like the voice of reason, and then they it, it's like really no conflict. Oh, um, uh, who's a, so, someone? There really isn't like a villain, actually, to be honest. It's kind of like just like oh, we need to make tension. this old man. Yeah, old man yells at cloud. Um, or in this case, old man yells at surface of the sea. Uh, and we need to get him to let us sing music again. And then he then he starts to love music, and it's just the fucking worst. <laughs> So, Little Mermaid, as far as we're concerned, the sequels are even worse, so. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Little Mermaid, I think we, we've covered, is bad. We don't have to do every Disney Renaissance. Oh, no. We can just do oh, the no. sequels. Yeah. We um, don't have to go in-depth in, 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 in some of these. So, some of them we just go, all right, no, trash or not. Um, Little Mermaid. Uh, so, after Little Mermaid, uh, as I'm looking through, looking through, looking through, looking through, I got this. I had, I had it up in, like, I should know what the order is, but I don't know if you Well, do you want me to just pick one? Because I have an out of yeah. order. Okay. So let's talk about Aladdin. Um, <sighs> I really think that the male lead Disney movies don't get enough cred. Like, mm-hmm. there's no Disney princes things. Nobody cares. Like, it's always the Disney yeah. Oh, yeah. Princes. Of course. You know, you see tons of Jasmine stuff, but you never see Aladdin stuff. You know, like, Aladdin had a hard life, man. He brought himself up from the bottom with the help of a genie. And then he freed the genie from his last wish. You know, how many... I, I feel like that's such a kind thing that I don't know if every person in the world would remember to do. You know? <laughs> like, think about Aladdin. Aladdin is very, like, Aladdin's very relatable because Aladdin wants to be something he wants to be this big and he wants to be this kind of this kind of big dude and wants to be this kind of big deal and i think we can all relate to wanting to be something that we're not and then when you finally get it you're kind of just like so consumed with it because there's you know, those parts in the movie where the genie's like tell her the truth and he's like no way like so but like he's he's not you know he's not uh he's not a dick he's not he does, he's not he doesn't exploit anything he's just the person that has had a, a tough upbringing he finally has everything that he wants and he kind of learns a lesson as he goes through it unlike a lot of disney characters <laughs> He actually learns his lesson. He's a very relatable character. Um, so, like, I think, like, in that regard, like, that's definitely the, the biggest – well, okay, that's the best aspect of the movie that's not genie-related because, to yeah. be honest, if this movie did not have the genie, this movie would be kind of pretty by the numbers. Um, yeah, no, Robin Williams, rest in peace. He really made that movie, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, did he do? You know what's, you know what's going to make people realize that, too? Like, I think people already realize that, but when you have to watch the live-action version – where Will Smith has to be the genie? With who? Will Smith is gonna be? Oh, you don't know? You didn't know that Will Smith can be the genie in the neck in the uh, live action beauty, uh, live action uh, um, Aladdin. I oh, I feel it, bad it, for him. There's no way he'll live up to it. He, he Will Smith. Will Smith hasn't been like ha 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 funny in whew, ten years. <laughs> but you realize that it's gonna be Will Smith having to carry a movie, and I, Will Smith was bad in the last like ten movies I've seen him in. So it's gonna be it's gonna be horrendous. It's gonna be pretty bad. Um but like uh, I'm but, like, sorry Will Smith. That's good luck. That that that's that's a tough that's tough. Things that there's not many people and that, that's the thing I think the, the greatness of Will Rob Williams is that there's not many people that could have carried a movie like that. Mm-mm. Um been that entertaining, been that, you know, all over the place. Cause to be honest, when you have like a character you know, because you know, Genie technically is a side character. It's the, the main characters are Aladdin and Jasmine. But and most times when you have that side character, you want to kind of, you know, expose it in good spots and not overuse it. 
And it's like, but they overuse it in a very good way because it does distract from the point that the movie does plot on a little bit where it's like, eh, okay, I kind of don't really care. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, well, now I'm, I really like Aladdin. I, I really like Aladdin and Genie playing off each other. Like, the music is amazing mm-hmm. in that movie, too. No, no Robin Williams really, really carried that movie. The only thing, I think that they could have cast the live version with the live action version with the female comedian. And I think... Oh, you know, actually, you know, I was thinking, like, yeah, that actually wouldn't have been a bad idea. Um, My school version had a female as the genie, and she did awesome, so... And I mean, we're in junior high, so you can't, like, say much for her acting Yes, but... But, like, she was, like, but she had, like, good, like, comedic timing, right? Mm-hmm. That's, well, that's, all you, that's, that's really all you need. You, you, like, you don't have to be the best actor for that role. Because, like, I've seen the, the Broadway, I mean, and the Broadway version is, like, obviously a great actor. But, like, his comedic timing was on freaking point. Like, he was just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. She was just the really funny girl and beautiful girl, actually, now that I think about it. Um, I kind of had a crush on her in high school or in middle school, but uh, you know. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I like you. You're, you're like you're sounding <laughs> um, like the uh, you're, you're sounding like the uh, the Titanic woman. It was the most erotic experience of my life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I think that they, I think I don't, I can't think of any male comedians who could have carried that. But the I only think- person that could have, but it would have been a Disney would have never signed off on it. And B, you have to kind of rein him in is Kevin Hart. That's the only person that could have done yeah. it. But it just wouldn't have worked. Well, it, it, like... it wouldn't have worked. And so that's why I think going with a female genie, that way she can carve her own path instead of trying to be the same as Robin Williams, you know? Oh, yeah. I, that, that's not going to happen. Like, I, like you, get, you get someone like, you get someone like uh, Amy Poehler or uh, Kristen Wiig or someone who's I think gen- gen- yeah no, I, think, I think that there are a lot of female comedians who that way they wouldn't have to live up to such a giant you know yeah speaking make um, their own thing and it could there they would be more free because if you see a guy doing it I mean at least if, if it was if it was a white guy like you would constantly be thinking comparing him to Robin Williams whereas you know maybe Will Smith might be a little better, but like a woman, I think is so distant from Robin Williams that you're forced to think of the character as a different person, not as the same character that Robin Williams played. Damn, did, did, that I honestly like that's I never really considered. That's actually a really, really, really good point. Like you're welcome. Like and, 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 and you, I Disney should hire you. Why, yeah, why, no, what, I'll be what are they waiting for? Well, before they before they own our before they own our podcast, uh, they should they should hire you first, and then give you the opportunity to buy our podcast. Yes. So, uh, if you're listening, Whitney is listen. Whitney's got these ideas. I think it's a great idea. Um, wow, look at you with the great idea. So we can agree that Aladdin is not trash. Very not trash. Very. Although very... Aladdin does need nipples. Ever since somebody pointed that out, I <laughs> also Jafar got no is nipples. really cool. Jafar is a cool dude. <laughs> Oh, Jafar is cool. Jafar and uh, I, Iago, right? Yeah, Iago. Um, Iago. Iago. Excuse me. Work out work really well uh, mm-hmm. because like you have the coolest Jafar, and then you have the straight up abrasive obnoxiousness of Gilbert Godfrey's fucking voice. Well, but it works so well. It works so well though. Well, the beauty is too is that this is a really okay. I know it's got like a genie in it, but this is a really believable <laughs> plot line. <laughs> Yeah, it really. <laughs> I know it has a, a genie and like a tie, and like in the, a fine carpet, carpet, but it's real. But it's really believable, <laughs> you know, because 
you can see that the Sultan would have inherited his power. It would be so yep. frustrating to Jafar, who said, who's, Jafar's like, dude, I am way better and smarter and more power hungry, even though he turns evil. Like, I'm sure that it would be interesting to have a prequel that was all about how Jafar became evil, you know? Because I'm sure, well, I like to think at some point he was a decent dude, and then he just got bitter as hell, and it made him evil. And then he just, then, like, he had no friends, so he had to befriend an annoying parrot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, no, Jafar, Jafar, like, Jafar's in that, he's in that, those, that god tier of, of Disney villains. Mm-hmm. Where just, like, you see, like, as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, he's fucking evil. Like, yeah, exactly. There's no mistake about it. The fucking goatee, the, the hat, you know, the sultan hat, the fucking... Just the, the the evil way his eyes curl, like you just go, oh, this motherfucker's evil. Yeah, no, no. And he also has the he also has the comedic element where it's like, all right, he's actually enjoyable, not just like this stick in the mud. Mm-hmm. No, he so, he had he had a little bit of a, a motive. He had a better motive than most villains do, and that's what I appreciated. Power. Yeah. Um. So, so we have uh. So we have Aladdin is in the not trash. It's it's very very good, and then we have. Little Mermaid is in the uh, trash part. Next is Beauty and the Beast. And I will start off because Beauty and the Beast is my favorite movie ever. Like, it is one of my favorite. It is my favorite movie of all time. Um, Which is, people really, like, wouldn't suspect that. I love Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Explain. Like, it's, it's just, there's, it's honestly one of the most enjoyable movies that I think you could ever watch because it's so, like, you know the main the main character isn't you know she's not bland she's you know she's kind of this person who's very complex and um you know they got the beast and the beast looks really cool you got the side characters are great like Lumiere is fucking awesome and the songs are always in your head and Gaston is my favorite villain in any Disney movie like ever like he's just so <laughs> he's so realistic oh like, no like, like I've definitely met and probably dated a Gaston before. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, every inch of every inch is covered in hair, which is why I hate the live action Disney movie. Which is why why I cannot stand that damn movie, um, because it is everything that it is basically a retread. Which yeah, it's a retread, but it's a retread that is literally like an imitation of a movie that doesn't need it, that didn't need a live action version. Yeah, I get it. Like the plot is a little hackneyed. Mm-hmm. Like there's 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 some contrivances with the with the plot where it's like is this kind of like Stockholm syndrome? Yada yada. yada. Which, fair. That's a fair fucking point. That's a very fair point. Um, but I don't think it's so blatantly. I think it's. I always look at it as more as like, if you look pat, if you've spent time with someone enough, you can kind of break their barriers down where there won't be such a prick. Because this, because this, I mean, there's portions where in the movie, Belle is Belle clearly takes none of his shit. So it's like it's not like she's submissive and she's taking his abuse. She's actually pretty much up in his face most of most of the movie. So it's not like, you know, she's this captive. She's very much always in his face and kind of always reprimanding him and, and he doesn't get his way for three fourths of the movie. Um so that's where I'm like kinda like I'm torn on it where it's like Belle is a very good character. She doesn't take any of the fucking, you know, oh you know, he's angry. I'm gonna get back at him. I'm not gonna go to dinner. I'm not gonna go to dinner when he says I'm gonna go to dinner. Like I'm gonna go explore the West Wing, even though he told me not to, which is you no know, you know, so it's like she does fight back. So uh, I find I find it a perfect I'm gonna, I'm gonna push back on you a little bit. I do think okay. that Belle is slightly bland at times. Like I see what you're saying with um her pushing back, but yep. I do think it would have been nice to see her f- form more um 
concrete and complex friendships with the other characters. Like, she did okay. kind of befriend them, but I do think that it would have been nice to... I do think that there was a bit of Stockholm. I see what you're saying is that she pushed back and that she didn't always just give in to what she, he was saying, but yeah. also she kind of just didn't... <laughs> She she could have been better in the the cartoon. Um, I think the live action tried to make her a little better, and I didn't actually dislike the live action. It wasn't my favorite, um, but I'm not. Beauty and the Beast used to rank a lot higher on my list than it does now. Mm-hmm. Um, Understand, understandable. Because I it, when I was a kid, you know, I'm a brunette and I like books, so I thought yeah. I was well. Um, Nerd. <laughs> nerd i know uh but i think that she could have done a little bit more and i'm not quite sure what i'm trying to say but no i i i I get what you're saying it's so weird because the you know the live she's i guess for the time because of how disney how horribly Disney wrote women characters. Yeah, she was kind of a beacon. She was like, "All right, cool. She's not just gonna. She's not. She's not a, a passive agent in a lot of the story. Uh, maybe until like the last third, she kind of is. But because uh, no, she's kind of watched them fight. Uh, where it's like, and things like you know, live action versions. I'm not like when I say it's a bad movie, it's not like horrendous. It's not anything like that. Like there are parts of it I do like. Like I love the fact that Maurice is an actual character in the live action. Like, Yay! Kevin Kline was perfect. Like, Kevin Kline was perfect casting in that fucking movie. Um, like, the, hell, the freaking, the, the relationship between Belle and her dad in the live action part is the best part of that movie. Nah. Like, they sincerely, like, you can sincerely see, like, kind of believe that they are, you know, father and daughter. Like, they, it's, they had, like, those touching moments where, like, that was kind of rushed over uh, in the cartoon version. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's parts, there are parts that I, like, I think that, uh, fucking, what's his name? Whoever played Gaston was really good as Gaston. Oh, that one dude who's famous. yeah, I didn't fuck it. I forgot his fucking name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that you, that dude. You see his face, you're like ah, oh, it's him. Um, like so, I got like that part. Um, but there are parts of the movie that I, parts of that live action part that I didn't like. Like like Evan Watson was a horrible Belle. I like, I agree. And, I agree. Like and listen, and like when I said this first, people thought I was making like Evan Watson clearly is a good person. Like she's a very smart person. She's a very committed person. She's a great person. She just can't fucking act. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. And she whoa, can't sing. Whoa. Oh, I'll go with the hot takes. Name one movie she has been good in. Harry Potter? That's not Harry Potter, and that doesn't, Harry Potter doesn't count, because everyone else that wasn't a, like an acclaimed lesbian was bad. Dan Radcliffe was bad. Rupert Grint was terrible. Whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're gonna need to hang up now. Hot I don't think I can take this. No. Whoa, no, 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 okay. no, no. But, Hold on, but here, here's the thing. Like Emma Watson, the thing, the part about the thing of the role of Belle, the role of Belle is there's one thing you have to be. You have to be a good singer. That's in every version that you see the movies. Is you have to be a good singer. Uh, Paige O'Hara, who played Belle, was a, a tremendous singer. The every time I've seen the movies on Broadway, has been played by a good singer. I played probably by a great singer. Emma Watson can't sing, and that's the main problem with the movie. She, it, she it's. She it looks the part, you know, the dress. It looks. See, the I don't part. even think obviously looks, very beautiful. Like I just I don't like Emma Watson as Belle because she not because she's Hermione, but because she is such she a slept, walk through it. <laughs> presence in the outside world 
that seeing her as Belle, who requires a more demure type of person, because um, Belle's not very, not as outspoken. I think Belle's supposed to be a little more withdrawn. And so seeing her po- played by Emma Watson, who in the real world is a lot more outspoken, it kind of, mm-hmm. I just, I wanted something different, and I didn't, I didn't like it. I wanted a good actress to play Belle. Well, that's just all I wanted. So wrong there. I, I just, I listen. I've, I've been on this course a long time. I love it. I just love. Ooh, this is like, it's like our first like podcast like argument. It's like, I and like this thing is like, em, like I can set like Emma Watson is a, a national treasure. She, uh, the stuff that she does in terms of bringing awareness to a lot of kind of um, gender inequality. Goddess. Thank you. Uh, uh, you know, intersectionalism. Intersectionalist feminism. Thank you very much. Uh, that I think that's great. And I, you know, she's some. She's one of those celebrities that I know isn't full of shit. You know, so I. I that's a high honor. I think a lot of celebrities are full of shit. So I, I look at her and go, you know, I believe her in Bob. She's a very, very, very educated person. I just don't think she can act. Like I just don't. I just don't see it. Like I just don't see. I, I in every movie I've seen her in, I just don't. I just don't see an actress. I just see I just see Emma Watson trying to play a part, and it's like, and I think that's why they cast her in a lot of movies. Cause it's like, well, she's Emma Watson. She, you know, people like her. People, you know, she's she's obviously, and I'm not saying she's like the worst actress in the world. That's not even possible, but she's just not good in these roles. Like, she's just not a good actress, and that's you know, we could have that for another day. But I'll rest my laurels on saying that Emma Watson was thoroughly underwhelming, and then there was also you know Josh Gad I had hey, to deal with. Have you seen The Colony? Yes, I have. See, I liked her in that though. Just didn't do it. Didn't do it for me. I didn't think it was a fantastic <laughs> movie, but I liked. Oh, it was a great movie. It was. It was a great movie. The end, but that's the thing is, like, it was such a good movie, and every other performance around her was so good. That's just like, what are you bringing to this? And that's the same thing with Beauty and the Beast. Like Kevin Klein acting like when she's if she's when she's acting next to Daniel Radcliffe, she looks like a million bucks. And Daniel Radcliffe can't act. But when you're when he's acting next to Kevin Klein, he's putting his all into this role. We we have to move on because okay, all I, right. No, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, this is. Oh, you know what? Let let us know. Let us know on Twitter or Facebook what you think. And, and who's right here? Okay, is Emma Watson a good actress? Take everything that you know aside. The question is: Is Emma Watson a good actress? And let us know on Facebook or Twitter, so we can move on. <laughs> so we can move on. Moving um, so on. <laughs> So Beauty Beats, so Beauty and the Beast goes in the not trash file, yes. Beauty and the Beast goes in the middle. Okay, I'll 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 put it in. I'll put uh, it, it's okay. We will got the middle. Um, <laughs> uh, we can we can skip over this quickly because uh, we know what it is. Pocahontas is fucking garbage. Garbage. Moving on. Horrend- horrendous. Hor- I've seen more. I've seen better historical historical accounts from Richard Spencer's Twitter account than fucking Pocahontas. So, <laughs> we can move on from uh, Pocahontas is trash. Unless you have anything else to, that, to say to that. Enough. Moving on. Uh, Lion um, King, not trash at all. Lion King is not trash. Um, uh, I'll let you, because I started with Being the Beast, I'll let you talk about Lion King. Well, what I like about Lion King is just that it's again, like I said, I think that the male centric Disney movies don't get enough cred. Like I feel like people pay a lot of attention to the female leads of mm-hmm. Disney movies and not too much to the male leads. And I think yep. that seeing 
a male lead have to get over his emotional trauma of being blamed for his father's death all of his life is a very adorable message. <laughs> it's a very adorable. It's very so cuddly. Like see oh. a male lead with emotional trauma having to overcome it, you know, <laughs> for, the, for the kids, you know. Yeah, and I mean, think about that. If you as like a, you know, if you as a five-year-old. We're told yeah. that oh. you killed your father. I don't have a dad, though. Remember this. I'm... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> if I dad. if I killed Nathan, Nathan Fillion, Nathan yeah. Fillion, remember? Oh yeah, Nathan. My dad. <laughs> um, but uh, so I really like that, and I like that he was raised by two men who weren't strong. You know, I like that strength wasn't the the, the masculine strength wasn't the message yep. of this movie. It was, yes. you know, there was, it was, it was actually kind of for a whole part, portion of the movie, honestly, a, a really kind of pacifist message, like Hakuna Matata, just like, no worries, dude, just, you know, whatever happened. Rafiki, uh, I think the, the most beautiful moment of this movie is when he's talking to Rafiki and Rafiki hits him in the head and he's like, ah, what's that for? And he's like, he's like, uh, he's in the past. He said, still hurts though. He goes, yeah, the past does sometimes. But you got him like, I think that's the most beautiful message mm-hmm. in any movie ever. Like, that is so simply, it's so simply put that a kid can get it. And it's so simply put, and it's so complex as an adult where you're like, holy shit, that's a really fucking, like, true message. I think it's one of the most beautiful messages ever in a movie. I do wish that there were more women in the movie, but fine, we'll let Disney have this one. Yeah, it, it, it was just kind of funny because people were, like, really getting excited about Beyonce being Nala. And I'm like, Nala had maybe four lines in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, and hopefully Beyonce gets more because... Because people, people will be upset. Dude, I, was, I, was... I am so excited for this live action, though. Yeah, I, it's going to be... I, I think it's going to be pretty good. Um, well, I'm not sure if I can... Translated st- Lion King so beautifully for Broadway. Yeah. So oh God! It's lovely. such a it's such an experience. If you've never been, by the way, people who've never, I've never been, been. Oh my God! Uh, when next time we're both in New York City, we're gonna we're gonna go to to Lion King. Right? Okay. Um. But yeah, I, I Lion King's a it's a great movie. Uh, it's it that movie has balls to fucking not only kill off Mufasa, they show his body like they show him dead. Um, like that was traumatizing when I was a child. Um, so like, that's a movie that has a lot of. Yes, a lot of balls. You know, the music's great. So Lion King is, yeah, Lion King is definitely not trash. It is definitely in that firmly entrenched spot as good. Um, okay. Uh, <clears throat> this one is going to get you. This one, this one actually is an interesting one. Hunchback Notre Dame. Love it. Love it except for one part. What? That gar- the gargoyle scene is, oh, my God. It kills pretty much the entire movie, kind of. Oh, okay, okay. Be- because it's like, all right, here's the thing. Like, first of all, the best part of uh, let me recant something I said earlier. Uh, Count Frollo is the best villain in any Disney movie. Love so it. Okay, that's... so I just recently saw a musical. The like our local community college did this musical, and yep. the musical is so different from the Disney movie. Um, really? And the book is so different from the movie. Um. In the book, everyone dies, except for uh, Phoebus. Holy fuck. Phoebus runs off with a new chick after Esmeralda dies. <laughs> like, that's the end. Holy everyone fuck. Everyone dies, and Phoebus gets a new chick. Um, Damn, so, bro. Yeah. And, well, and Phoebus didn't even, like, really like Esmeralda. Esmeralda really liked him. But, oh, yeah. But, yeah, no. So, no, Frollo 
I've long said that Hunchback of Notre Dame would be another interesting movie to gender bend. So making everyone the opposite gender because think. Thanks for explaining that to me. What? Thanks for explaining that to me because I was like, huh? Yeah, no, sorry. No, let me continue. So making everybody, you know, it's easier to forget a male with such an obvious physical deformity because his strength makes him a good bell ringer, you know, that kind of thing. Whereas in, you know, can you forgive a female with such a physical deformity? You know, can you, or when Frollo, if, you know, Frollo was a woman, you would totally write off her obsession as, you know, somebody who hasn't gotten laid in a long time. Whereas with Uh Frollo, he's like, it it, it just, there's slightly different connotations when it's a woman having those motives when it's versus a man. Yeah, a male. Yeah. And Esmeralda would be the hottest Dude, uh, male, <laughs> male, the, the, the clearing the market on male super dip. hot dude. You and know like, what I? That, see, that's a very sorry. No, no, the continue. You don't do you watch. You don't watch Game of Thrones, right? I, I, I do. I keep up. I, I don't keep up with it as much as like. So you know, like Brienne of Tarth. Oh yeah, she's fucking awesome. Phoebus could be Brienne of Tarth. Oh, she, she's fucking awesome. Yeah, she's, it'd be kind of cool uh, to just kind of watch see, uh, twist keeping the same characteristics and motivations but seeing them play out differently so would okay so would claude so frollo would be uh a, an obsessed moralistic but hypocritical woman who's lusting after a male gypsy yeah but like the thing is is that you'd always just kind of write her off more does that make sense because she wouldn't have that innate power that comes with being a man in that time period okay, you just yeah. attempted to kind of say oh she's just a woman who is obsessing over this hot dude Esmeralda uh, yeah I, that's what I, you know, I think that's like we're not like 90, 99% of your idea I'm all for it that's why I think Frollo works better okay let me let me fucking phrase this correctly well that's why like, I think Frollo is such a compelling character because Frollo is every single person that you probably know like, he is that old, moralistic person who has those really... Fucking... Because Hellfire... Let's, Hellfire is the, is the best Disney song ever. I um, love Hellfire. My God. That I the video... I could sing it. <laughs> it's the video... <laughs> when I was a kid, I didn't understand it. But when you, when you get older, and you're like, is this motherfucker jacking off to a furnace of this woman that he is yeah. damning to hell? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like, this dude is crazy. Like, that is... Some that like that it, it's like that's one of those that's that's a movie that needs to be a live action movie. That's the movie that needs to be live action, and like and you can do the gender bend thing live action. Actually, I think that's that's probably a good idea. But that movie, whatever, however you do it, needs to be live action um, because it. <laughs> I'm it, sitting it, here advocating for gender bending every <laughs> movie. Every, I'm like, what if we switched? What if Bugs Life was really gender bend? Now, <laughs> <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> Flick, if, <laughs> Flick needs to be a woman. Flick needs to be a woman. Some fucking obscure ass Disney. The Black Cauldron would have been better, honestly, if it was better. <laughs> oh, Actually, boy. Okay. Actually, the Black, Black Cauldron would have been better if it was never made. Uh, so, but like, yeah, so Hunchback and her day. No, you know no, what's um, a movie? Okay, to trans. So, are we done with Hunchback? Yeah, that's obviously not, not trash. Okay. I also love the music. So, yes. what's a movie that would not work gender bent? It would be Mulan. <laughs> no, no, you know we can keep that. We can keep that. Uh, <laughs> would not people seem to like having a strong female character. Um, 
Well, and I love Mulan. Mulan is so not trash to me. Um, I really love the idea of her becoming what she wants to be despite, you know, she, she clearly was never a feminine woman. Yeah. And so she was just like, fuck this shit. I'm gonna run off. Uh, also, why don't we ever address this though? Where Shang is totally, at least bisexual. Like, <laughs> oh, he, yo, okay, he was, was so crushing on her. This happens with all those movies that. This happens with all those movies, with like the girl in disguise movies, or yes. the guy. Well, most of the girl in disguise movies, it's like there's some type of homoeroticism with them. They're, it's like they're like. Oh, he touched my face. It's like, but oh, it was a girl. Well, like, he didn't know that. <laughs> like, he was clearly getting googly eyes for who she, well, who he thought was one of his like brigade men. Like, he's 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 on the fence. He, he's swinging around. Yeah, no, he he was kind of like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, he was like, oh, she's a woman. Oh, I mean, that's why. I'm so, uh, that's her. probably why <laughs> I was attracted to her. <laughs> what the one thing I love about Mulan is there's a lot of really good subtlety with it. Because I think with a movie like that now, if it was made now, you'd be hit over the fucking head with it. Oh, she's a strong woman. Stop, 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 strong woman. Like, because yes. sometimes we can't, we, can't, we can't have subtle messages and have people figure things out for themselves. Which is why, like, I like a lot of the Disney Renaissance movies. Because, like, you get a chance to not be told something where it's like, oh, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to learn something. Like, I watched, like, when I watched Mulan, Mulan as a kid, I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like. I never, like, in, in my mind, I never thought, oh, wow, a woman in China, like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, Milan's cool. Like, she can kick ass. Like, I, 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 Milan's fucking awesome. She fought, she fought off those people. Um, yeah, and, the thing the, I love about- and she, she, she uh, you know, thought smarter rather than harder. Exactly. Know? When, yeah, she wasn't- uh, you know, when the bad guy's, like, coming down the mountainside and Mushu's like, shoot him, shoot him. And she's like, yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm going to get the mountain, you know, because it's kind of like the all the men in her life are telling her to take out the top guy, and she's like, but I can take out everyone with one Dun, guy. dun, dun! <laughs> so, I really, I love, and well, and I like to, you know, I like, my favorite is when <laughs> all the guys dress up like the concubine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they committed. They committed. They, oh, yeah, they were they did not the go halfway. They went all the way. Got the, like that. Like Mulan's a Mulan's like one of those movies that you can watch and you just you like. I don't know. It, it, there's a lot of things that you can watch and like. There's a lot of subtle subtle messages that you look at it and you go, all right, that's actually that's fine. I'm fine with that. That's pretty cool. Uh, there's actually a really subtle part that someone pointed out to me was that like there's a lot of like really subtle touches in it. There's a, a part of the movie where she's in the water. And she's like trying to cover up, obviously, because she has breasts. Yeah. Um, and men don't have breasts. As, well, they, but not like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she, uh, I've got, um, one, uh, I think it was a, the skinny one comes over to her, but she hands her hand, she hands her hand to him like he's going to kiss it instead of a shaking the hand, which is like, that, that's a really subtle touch like that they put in that that you probably wouldn't recognize until you watch the movie over again. Mm-hmm. And so like, it, it's like, that's really like, oh, like it kind of like shows the kind of ingrained systems it's a well, lot of great movies and, it's, and it's, just, it's another movie where strength isn't necessarily an asset mulan's not mm-hmm. the strongest character you know oh, yeah, no, no. She, she you know there's the scene where they have to climb up that that wooden pole or whatever yeah and it, it's not straight and i really love i really enjoy that i really feel like a lot of men get told the only way you can be strong is to have physical strength you know and this is another movie where 
strength isn't the answer. Yeah. And I really enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> so Mulan clearly not. Whitney, Whitney with her feminist messaging and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, I honestly, I, I was gonna show. I was gonna like. I was gonna try to you no know, turn the boat and go. Let's gender bend Milan. I think, <laughs> uh, in my opinion, I think it should just be Mulo. Uh, <laughs> Mulo. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, th- and, and this movie's an, It's kind of nice because it's not a love story. Like it's kind of yeah, it really kind of isn't. End, but but really, they're like, no, I'm going to war. <laughs> Now, let me tell you this, Whitney. Since yeah. you love Mulan, never watch Mulan 2. It's going to make I you have, upset. Um, I kind of love it. I, okay. I love that it's trash. The movie is so bad. Um, but it's so bad. It really is. so fucking bad. And, like, the guy who's doing the guy, because they couldn't afford Eddie Murphy to do another one of these, uh, the, the guy that kept doing the Eddie Murphy impression cracked me up. Because when I first heard his voice, I was like, that's not Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and I could not separate it. He was just like, hey, yeah, I'll move you. I was like, oh, my God. Who's this random white guy that they got to do this Eddie Murphy impression? <laughs> it's so bad. Um, so, okay. Milan, clearly not trash. This one, oh, I, I've, been, I've been ready for this one. Because I want to hear you defend this fucking movie. Hercules is trash. Okay. Hercules is in the middle, slightly on the trash end. <laughs> no, that thing goes, you're right the garden. You can drag that, like, uh, you can drag it like a, a Microsoft Word document right into the receptacle. Okay. Okay, hang on. There are, there are redeemable aspects of this movie. Unlike, you know, you know. like, there, there are terrible, okay, a lot of it is trash, but there Ooh, are redeemable aspects. Hella bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, it's me, not. Me going on how male masculine strength isn't necessary. <laughs> It's 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 not even that it's not even that. It, it, there's just a lot of issues with the movie. It's a Greek mythology movie, but it's set in like a Vegas like place, but then the music for the soundtrack's like jazzy, but then it's also the animation's weird whoa. kind of weird look. It makes whoa, no whoa, whoa. the soundtrack is amazing. Name two good songs <laughs> from Hercules. Uh, who put the glad in gladiator? Hercules. Oh, God. <laughs> and then I can go to distance. I put that on every musical soundtrack I make. That is the first song. Who hurts? Who hurts you, beloved? Why? Why? Why you do this to yourself? It was you, Robin. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I made you. When you left I... me at Bonas all those years ago. <laughs> Aww. Um. The thing about like no no no. no. Oh, okay. The soundtrack to Hercules is. Awesome, but the nope. plot line is, is mediocre. <laughs> okay, good things about Hercules. Uh, everyone's favorite crackpot. Everyone's favorite crackpot. James Woods is very good as Hades. Um, I, yeah, I, no, Hades, I was gonna Hades. say he was very that when we were talking about Robin Williams. Not that they're comparable, but he was another character who really made the that, yeah. boat. You know, he made that he plot really embraced his role. He <laughs> really embraced his character. You know, he's playing this kind of he's playing that fast, that fast talking. Like that's like enjoyable. It's like oh, the cause... well, he added most of his lines. Like they they edited after with him because he made up such great lines as Hades that they had to redo or they didn't do the animation. Like they just had him yeah. talk. <laughs> it's like like 
that because it's really enjoyable because I think it also plays into your your kind of your, your strength. And you think of uh, God of the underworld; he thinks he's gonna be this big brute, but no, he's literally this kind of sniveling, you know, schmoozy lawyer type kind of fast talker schemer type dude. And it's like that completely subverts your, your opinion of what the God of the underworld is. He's literally just this kind of snake. This, he's a snake. He's a snake. He's a snake oil salesman, which is like that's why I enjoyed it. Um, what are your thoughts on Megara as a, like a character? Megara, Megara, Megara. It's tough. That's that's a, it's tough. I know. I, I like. I don't know how I feel about her anymore. As a kid, I liked her, but I think it's because I really liked her hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not like but, Disney gives you much options to like in their in their female exactly. characters. Exactly. And, and this was one of those movies that really doesn't have any other female characters. Nope. <laughs> like Hera's in there for a split second. Hercules' mom is in there for half a second. For like second. half a second. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. So you're kind of like it. Yeah. She's. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. Well, I mean, I did like you know. The line, you know, I'm a damsel, I'm in distress, I can handle it. Yeah. I wish that she had actually committed to that, though. Yep. Like, she just said it. Yeah, it's just, but, you know, outside. But she also was the only one who, like, I, she's the only princess I could think of that has sacrificed herself for the prince, you know? Um, no, yeah, you, you, you're right. You're like she died. Right. She was dead. She died. No, yeah, you're right. She's actually the only one having sacrifice, which is why that should be more. That's something that should be more like, oh wow, that's why like Megara's awesome. But it's like, it's kind of really underplayed by the by by the, by, by the own the movie itself is kind of it's just so it just feels rushed. Yeah, like, no, the it, the movie could have hand like I like that action, but then the events surrounding that action kind of aren't good. Like I don't like Hercules <laughs> is blander than fucking milk toast like i don't enjoy pan like it's just like the movie is just it should like it should be like that's the one movie you want to say something about like strength that'd be the one movie that like is like that movie honestly should have been more popular amongst males than a lot yeah. because greek gods like fucking greek mythology is the most fucked up thing you, you, you'll ever fucking read so yeah. like, but like, obviously Disney can't, you know, put in something where, you know, Zeus rapes a fucking, you know, 14-year-old girl. Well, and in the real Greek mythology, Hercules and Megara have, like, kids, and then he murders them yeah. all. Yeah. For the kids! <laughs> <laughs> like, brutally kills everyone. For the... But you see, for the kids, you see. <laughs> so that... <laughs> so that movie is... That movie, that movie is, uh... Her, yeah, Hercules. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Gotta... Okay. Honestly, the I I really like the music, so that's the only reason that it's not completely trash to me. But the rest of that, well, the rest of that is is pretty bad. Okay, so that's so we can see if we can rifle through the some of the more famous Disney Pixar ones. Well, um, I was gonna. Um, well, we can do another Disney Pixar one. Um, we can do another podcast about Disney. Uh, why? Well. I Ooh, love that. Wow. Well, then, goodness, goodness. But you're just, you're just giving everybody all the all the things. Um, so, um, going over this kind of Disney renaissance, you know, going through, that's actually, I think that's all the movies. I'm pretty sure that's every movie, just pretty much. Well, I was going to add this, like, honorable mention one that what? people, it's on a list, some list for Disney Renaissance just because uh, they use the same um, drawing style of Princess and the Frog. Ah! Um, 
Have you seen it? Yes, I have. Princess and the Frog. Love it. Princess and the Frog is a really, really good movie. And there's a lot of reasons why I think a lot of people, why it really wasn't as popular. Um, I think One had a black princess? Uh, no, I, I 100% believe that it's not popular, popular because of black princess. Like, um, <laughs> I, I just don't think that, like, a lot of people had a lot of other, you know, Disney had a lot of other reasons. They said, oh, well, you know, maybe people who are upgrowing the princess bad. Then why the fuck did you make Frozen two years later? But. <laughs> no, I think it was just, I, I think that. It must have been something with the timing. Like, 2009 probably was a really weird year because that was a great, great movie. It's a great movie. This is so enjoyable. It's, it's a really enjoyable movie. Uh, you know, I love, I love the music in it because I love, you know, Nor- that, that New Orleans part of me loves it. Um, that's why I really love the movie. It's, it's so just, oh, so authentic. It's so good. Um, I love the uh, the best friend. She's fucking hilarious. I, I, I've never, like, been more entertained by a character. She's so fucking hoot. Um, but... Yeah, like, Princess of the Frog gets a lot of... I don't think it gets, like, hate. It just gets kind of meh. It's like, eh, meh. Like, a lot of people haven't seen the movie, which uh-huh. is odd because it's, it's a Disney movie. It's a Disney animated movie, and, and no one really kind of paid attention to it or saw it. And they're like, kind of like, eh, it's all right. Meh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of... I don't know. It's a disservice. I think it's a movie that a lot of people should watch, and I think it's really good. I, I love the villain. I love... I, I just I like the story. It, it wraps up pretty well. I, yeah, I, I just think it's a good movie. Um, uh, that's a good honorable mention. Another movie that's like, it's not a Disney Renaissance, but it's like another good Disney movie that I like. Um, Emperor's New Groove is another movie I like. Oh um, yes, that's not trash at all. Um, Hang on, uh, I wasn't done with Princess and the Frog. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I was gonna say what I really like. So. One of the things that I've noticed down in this moving down south is that they're really sensitive about the stereotypes that they're kind of peg-holed into. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people like to write off the Southerners as uneducated and yep. a lot of other things. But <laughs> I did like how they took the stereotype with the lightning bug Ray. You know, he Rose Raymond? Raymond? Uh, yes, yes. Raymond. Um, he was kind of like really barefoot hick you know kind of thing but he had like this really redeeming love for evangeline you know instead of writing him off as somebody something so on someone so uneducated that he wasn't unable to make deep lasting connections instead he was written as somebody who may not have ever had the opportunity to get an education that everybody thinks he should but he still was such a lover like Evangeline and he was there to help Tiana even though he wanted to just kind of join Evangeline in the sky and it was yeah. I thought that was yeah, it, it, the movie kind of really got over like southern charm really well whereas like mm-hmm. they could have like you said they could have easily played the stereotypes of like even people. Lolly Lolly right the yeah, she, she's a hoot oh, I love her she wasn't a bad person though. Just because she yeah. was shallow and vain, she was still such a good friend. Yeah, she, yeah, exactly. She was like she was just enjoyable. Like she just was so good mm-hmm. in it. You're just like, oh like every time she was on the screen, she just kinda cracked me up. Um yeah, like Princess the Frog, I don't know, like I I just I, I it's one of those movies where like I said maybe it was the timing of it. You know, it did come out in a really weird year. Especially when Disney really wasn't doing any of that stuff like anymore. Yeah. You know, they were kind of going, oh, we're just going to do some other stuff. And it's like, oh, now we're going to have this movie where it's like, I guess maybe thought it was a cash grab. I don't know. But all Disney movies are cash grabs if you think about it. I don't know. It's a good movie that the music, I, I love the music just because it has that, it has that New Orleans feel to it. It has that, that jazzy swing thing. And it, it's just, mm-hmm. it, there's bops. There's bops in it, man. Um, and uh, 
like I said, I, I think it's a, I think it's a really good movie. I think people should see it, especially if not for nothing, just to listen to Friends on the Other Side. Oh God, what a fucking movie! What a fucking yes. Song. The villain in Princess and the Frog is my favorite, Doctor Facilier. He is Facilier. Yeah, Facilier. Yeah, um, yeah. I have a purple jacket. And I've been trying to come up with a good, like, interpretation of his costume for Halloween. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's never quite worked out right, because I don't have the, the right hat. <laughs> I, I, I actually have a hat like that. I might, I, might, I might send it to you. I actually have a hat like that. Um, Why? Um, Why? Because I, I, I secretly want to be in a cotton club one day. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've, been, I've been practicing on my... Uh, my my uh snapping and my my crooning and my shooby boop bop boo boo beat it but bop boo dee bed it So Emperor's New Groove also love Emperor's New Groove. Um, I, I that movie is is uh it's my favorite mainly because of yet again the villains because Isma and Kronk are fucking hilarious. Kronk's not even a villain. <laughs> He's not even a, yeah exactly it's it's. Just, it, those two, like, I don't know, like, who thought, who in the world in, on Disney was like, you know what, let's have uh, Eartha Kitt and Patrick Warburton be, like, a, a, a quote, villain duo, and it's, like, literally the, the best fucking part of that movie. And Yzma, again, with my argument with Jafar, Yzma kind of had a believable uh, reason Re- to yeah. hate, hate Kuzma. Kuzma's a hateable character. Kuzma's annoying as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And... But and David Spade played Cusco pretty well. Yeah, like, I don't really like David Spade, but he he embraced Cusco. He embraced yeah. it. That's a that's a really there is a, a, a Renaissance movie we did forget. Um, I can't think of anything else we forgot, but I do want to say that my favorite recent movie is Moana. Um, by Disney. I've never seen Moana. You haven't seen I, it? I've 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 been I've been meaning. I've been it's meaning on Netflix, to. man. You have no excuse. Uh. I, I, it's like okay, because people told me that there's a scene where it gets sad. And it's like, do I want to cry like today? No. What? I, really I mean, no. I, it, I know I'm gonna like it because I, I like The Rock, and I, you know, he's he's likable as fuck. So, I, I'll, I'll sit down. I'll sit down. I'll get to watch it, and when I watch it, I'll, I'll, I'll text you. And I'll tell you my feelings. Okay. Okay. Um, um, next week, is... next, uh, next podcast, Robbie's gonna update us all on Moana. <laughs> It's gonna be water is trash. <laughs> gonna get so much hate. You say that we are never talking again. Moana, Moana was bad. Here's why. Let's gender bend the characters. And, <laughs> you don't watch. <laughs> there is though. There is one movie. Formula, there is one movie we did forget. It's Tarzan, and I completely forgot because Tarzan's a forgettable movie. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I I kind of purposely left that one out. Uh, trash. Thank you, Phil Collins, for trying, but... You, you'll be my... Oh, my God. Fuck Phil Collins. I hate you so much. <laughs> you'll be my... Oh, God almighty. Rosie okay. Donald's an ape. You know, I'm good. I'm good on all that. So... All right. Well, to close out, uh, got any New Year's resolutions, Robbie? Uh, well, first... Who? Let's... Uh, New Year's resolution. Mm, uh, well... I would say be a better person, but I tried been that ta- one last year and that didn't take. I've been trying that for the last twenty years and that has not worked out. Um, I think my my New Year's resolution uh, is to uh, I think eat more, um, eat more like exotic foods, 
it's a very weird one to have, but like I want to try more foods and more cuisines in my life. Hit more good restaurants. Luck. Good luck with that in Minnesota. Uh, there is, yeah, exactly. Um, I've, had, I've had a lot of casseroles because um, apparently that's what that's only yes. what it's. I don't. I had a green bun. I had a green bean casserole. And someone yes. gave me a shrimp casserole, and I can't eat mm. shrimp. Uh, someone gave me like a. A beef stroganoff casserole, and I was like, it's just beef stroganoff still, but like the casserole, it's casseroles are, are taking over my life. Um, so I want to eat more different varieties of food. Um, so that's my that's my uh New Year's resolution. What's yours, Whitney Downard? Um, my New Year resolution, uh, first of all, I want to defend New Year resolutions. A lot of people say, Oh, is this, is this, your, is this, your, is this your trash or not? You're gonna defend New Year's resolutions? Yeah, resolution? I'm gonna defend New Year's resolutions, please. Um, you have the floor. I never keep them. <laughs> I <laughs> never actually follow through with my resolutions. But I like the idea that I remain ever hopeful that this will be the year it sticks. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I try to be an optimist, okay? Um, Finesse yourself but, into believing things, yes. Yes. And so, really, this New Year's, you know, a lot of it is I want to try to be healthier. And I want to get – I want to read more books. I feel like I – Nerd! Hey. Hey, I, uh, this last year, I, wait, hang on. I'm going to tell you in just a second. This last year, I actually cataloged all the books I read on Goodreads. Mm -hmm. And as soon as it loads, I'll tell you how many I read. I read, I read 33 books this year. Ooh. Oh, wait, 34 books. Sorry. And I know they're long ones, so that's actually a lot of reading. Congratulations. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm actually being 100% sincere. Like, congratulations for 34. Is that like, was that like a hot, it's like a, a year? Yeah, no, I feel pretty good about that. I just wanted to really see because I feel like I sometimes get into ruts where I forget to read. If I know that sounds weird, but uh, I like to try, and I'm trying to read a lot more different things. I feel like in the past I read a lot of fiction. And so this yep. year I read things like Between the World and Me by Tainahisi. How do you pronounce that? Ta-Nahisi oh, Tainahisi Coates. Coates. Yeah. yeah um, very, very, very good writer. Trash, which is like nonfiction about um, how America's classism kind of came about mm-hmm. and um, just like other, you know, Fences, which is a really popular uh, yep. musical. Or not musical, play, sorry, play. play. Um, that was a movie, but yeah. And The Race Beat, which was a fantastic book. Anybody should read The Race Beat. So anyway, I just want to read more books and more good books, not just trash fiction, which I read a lot of. I'm uh, just naming the good ones that make me sound like a smart person. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm proud of you because one of us has to read the books and, and one of us has to get 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 it get knowledge up and up up in here up in here uh so i'm proud of you for reading books and listen i actually might check out some of those books you said um i um, i I would recommend that any journalist read the race beat i have i have yeah i have heard i have actually i think actually um that's actually on on a okay i'll admit i'll just say i don't like reading i do have books that i do read uh i do well, when I have time to read, of course, but I do have some books. That's a book that I was, uh, I had heard, I saw it on Twitter and I was like, that sounds really good. So yeah, I would definitely recommend the race beat. I thought it was a really interesting insight into how the, um, it, it was kind of like how civil rights were covered by journalists mm-hmm. and 
I definitely think that any any journalist who's trying to be more sensitive in their work and more um, aware should be reading that. All righty. All righty. Uh, I, well, let us know. And this is my, this is my trash or not. Everyone, what's trash and, and very timely around this day and the next day is, you know, it's very trash. Drinking and driving is the most trash thing you probably could do. Uh, well, there's other things like murder. Nicely done. Um, do not, if you have had even like, if the imbibement of alcohol has touched your lips in any way, whether it was just dropped on there through heaven <laughs> or somebody you... splashed some on your shirt. Exactly. If alcohol has been anywhere in or around your body, do not also go and operate a motor vehicle on high, on crowded. Don't operate a motor vehicle, period, but do not operate a motor vehicle with the intention to drive it on roads where there are people who are trying to get home to their families, uh, people who are trying to get home in general, people who are just wanting to drive. Uh, there are way too many stories of people who drunk, who, dr- who, dr- who drive, who drive, who who drunk, drunkenly, who drunk drive drive. under the influence, who and... drive under the influence, end up harming someone, killing someone before the new year could even start. Uh, helping lead people's days off years off to a very shitty start so don't be that asshole um don't get yourself in trouble because if you're someone that i know and then you you know were drunk you were drinking and driving and you end up dying like then i'm gonna have to go and i'm gonna say something nice about you and then i'm really gonna be in my head going why'd you do it because i just told you on this podcast not to do it um so seriously though don't listen there are ubers ubers a thing lifts the thing there's taxis everywhere there are people who are literally earning fares as we speak on this day who are there to transport you safely uh from point a to point b so do not be a hero don't be a a dickhead that's pretty much it and drunk and drink and drive that is papa sequara telling you to not drink and drive no, never don't drink and drive ever but don't drink and drive on this day especially because of how busy it is and just like how hectic it is if you and my advice to top that off is plan to stay where you stay if you're gonna celebrate do so within walking distance of a place where you can crash yes not your car but crash as in your per- as your personal self on the couch yeah no like find a find a friend who lives down the street from a bar and crash on that friend's floor if you have to or on their doorstep as long as it's inside just stay inside because it's gonna be too Listen, cold we, we want we we want you to be alive so you can listen to our podcast. We want you to be alive so you can enjoy your life. We want everyone to make it into the new year. Because so- it's going to be trash. So we want everyone else to experience this trash here with the rest of us. So without further ado, uh, I, I would say Happy New Year's to everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Uh, sign, us out, sign us out, Whitney. This has been Whit and Black. Happy New Year.